In September, a group of Alaskans handed Governor Bill Walker a 37-page playbook of policy ideas for climate change. Some ideas were focused on reducing the state's carbon footprint. Others sought to help villages with eroding coastlines. And their document begins with a declaration that says, quote, the state has an obligation to take bold action. Now compare that to the words of now governor-elect Mike Dunleavy during the debates. Alaska is not really a smokestack state. Our contribution to climate change is probably minimal. So I think what we need to really focus on is making sure that we have Alaskans going to work, we make sure that we use technology when we can to reduce emissions, but uh, in the long haul, Alaska's contribution to climate change once again is minimal. So Dunleavy concluded, Alaska need not act. Those remarks have many on the leadership team fretting about the future of their climate change plan. Lisa Bush is the director of the Sitka Sound Science Center and one of two Sitkins on the 21-person team appointed by Governor Bill Walker last year. Bush sees their work as a call to action across every sector of the economy and every level of government. It really is just the start of our state trying to be a leader in the nation for decreasing greenhouse gas emissions. And it's work administrations past and present have been subtly doing since 2007. That's when then-Governor Sarah Palin created a climate change sub-cabinet that continues to meet. Bush was pretty delighted to discover that. The state agencies have been working on this stuff for a while. Since 2014, the state has a no idling policy for state vehicles. They are thinking about resiliency and sustainability in every new road construction project. They're studying alternative fuels for the state vehicle fleet. They're, they're already doing quite a bit. And this is the cabinet that took all of the team's climate change recommendations into consideration and issued an early actions plan, cherry picking stuff the state can do right now. But the election has changed all that. Walker is out. Will the climate action plan and the team that wrote it continue under Governor-elect Dunleavy? His transition team isn't sure. Spokesperson Sarah Erkman Ward wrote in an email to KCAW that the governor-elect is busy building his administration and that it was, quote, too early to know. But two young people who have studied the plan certainly hope it continues. Sophia Danielson of Sitka and Carly Dennis of Anchorage attended a climate action dialogue for young people this summer. In that room, consensus seemed possible. Danielson felt the plan could be worded even more strongly. We should turn those shoulds um, in the climate plan, um, the language that wasn't quite as strong as it should be, to musts. As for Dennis, she was pleased to see the state reaching out to young people for input. The youth voice is really important in that, obviously, because young people are going to be the ones most affected by climate change. Dennis has been concerned about Dunleavy's attitude towards climate change science and action. She wrote in an email to KCAW, quote, his complete disregard for climate change as a legitimate threat to our state shows a real disconnect with Alaskans. As for those on the climate action leadership team, they have not met since the election and are in the dark about whether their work will continue beyond this year. The other Sitkin on the team is Linda Bankin of the Alaska Longline Fishermen's Association. Her world is one where ocean acidification and rising temperatures are harming fish and fishermen. So I asked her, what's the worst case scenario? Ignore what's happening and allow the situation to get worse and not acknowledge 
the significance of these impacts. What would you do if he were to reverse the administrative order and dissolve the team? Well, I think all of us here in Alaska have an individual responsibility to be working towards addressing climate change through whatever strategy is fit for us, whether it's the local level, the state level, or the national level. And I certainly will. Best case scenario, Banken said, is that after Dunleavy takes the oath of office in December, the Climate Action Leadership Team stays in place and continues their work. Reporting in Sitka, I'm Emily Kwong.